The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to in-game odds, Wimbet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Wimbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network as well. We're at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And you can also follow my other Twitter account. It is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is a Twitter account for LockBetting.com, the premium pay service that now has delivered 116 months in a row of transparent track profit. And we are well on the way to month number 117 after destroying last weekend's soccer and destroying the Super Bowl as well. Make sure you sign up as soon as possible. You don't need to wait until next month now. We are off Patreon, so you can sign up at any time and get a realistic billing cycle rather than being billed on the first of every month. Just go to the lockbetting.com site and sign up there, or you can use our Gumroad site for a discount. Also, follow the TikTok and the Instagram. The Instagram is just at lockbetting, and the TikTok is the same handle as the Twitter at lockbetting.com. And uh, on that TikTok, you will get 30 to 45 second easy digestible videos that will give you vital betting information. So that's a very, very useful tool. And uh, on the Twitter account, you get the pinned tweet, which gives you the PL for the previous month, which was the 116th month in a row of Transparent Track Profit. And it also features our NFL futures at the top. There is a spreadsheet for every single month. This is legitimate. We are just four months away from having a decade of consistent profit every single month. So let's move on with this edition of the EPL show. The title race took a huge twist in midweek with Manchester City winning away to Arsenal. Give it away by Gabriel. Now, Haaland. A sight of goal. Gundogan inside him. Grealish waiting. Jack Grealish scores! Manchester City take the lead for the second time in the game. And the outpouring of emotion from Jack Grealish shows you just what it means plenty of energy in these Manchester City legs De Bruyne Haaland that could be that tonight it's a first goal in four games for Erling Haaland the look of champions about Manchester City tonight big questions asked of them big answers given in response So with that win, Manchester City are the strong favourites now to win the title. They are at the best price of 46 minus 150, but more widely available at slightly shorter than that. I did predict the Arsenal collapse here on this podcast throughout the season, even when they themselves were as short as 1-2 minus 200. 
I did not believe in Arsenal. I thought they would have a problem with their squad depth. And that has been proven right. The absence of Thomas Partey, who was the main player I identified as a key man for Arsenal, has led to them having a little bit of a dip. And um, this was a six-pointer against Manchester City. By losing the game, not only do you drop three points, but you allow Man City to make up three points on you. And now they are in pole position to win the league. It would not surprise me to see Manchester United taking over Arsenal as we get to the back end of the season. And it's important for Man United to to do that, not just to score a place in the top four, but to finish as high as they possibly can because we don't know what's going on with the Manchester City situation and when that's going to be resolved. Ideally, I wouldn't like to win the league with Man City getting a 15-point deduction, but I'll take it any way that I can get it given the barren run that Manchester United have been suffering from so it does sound like I'm completely writing off Arsenal and that's because I am I have been writing them off throughout the season they currently are level on goal difference with Man City and they have a game in hand, but I still not, do not believe that they have a chance of being champions. They'll be looking for a bounce back in the 12.30 kickoff away to Aston Villa tomorrow, where they are the 4-5 favourites. It's 13-5 on the draw and it's 7-2 here on Arsenal. Arsenal are being picked by a lot of people, but as I said, I'm not convinced unless Thomas Partey comes back into the team tomorrow. I think that's a big difference maker for them. Aston Villa looks like a good bounce back game on paper, but for me, it isn't. You have the Unai Emery situation there where Umar Emery will want to get one over his old club. Obviously, the data favours Arsenal completely. They have won four of their last five away from home in the Premier League and four of the last five wins in all competitions have actually been accompanied by clean sheets. And they'll be looking to end their winless streak here against Aston Villa, who go into the game already off back-to-back losses. But I think Aston Villa will play up to the occasion here. They had a good second half against Manchester City, where they were soundly beaten in the first half, but they were much better in the second. They they come off they come into this with two worrying results because they've conceded seven goals in their last two games, and they'll be looking to rectify that. But coming back to Villa Park here, this is a good place for a bounce back. And Arsenal are wobbling and I really do feel this is a difficult fixture for them. Aston Villa will be up for this game. Unai Emery will be up for this game. This is a this is a team who fired him after just 18 months. He didn't even get through two seasons. And I feel that he'll have his players heavily motivated for this kickoff. The 12-30 kickoff isn't really favourable to favourites either. And um, I'm just going to go for Aston Villa to avoid a defeat here in this game. So Aston Villa on the double chance market is a plus money selection. Aston Villa to avoid a defeat is available here at a price of 21 to 20. Up next, we look at a game here between Brentford and Crystal Palace, where Brentford are the fortified favourites. It's 5 to 2 on the draw, and it's 18 to 5 here on Palace. Brentford have been winning these types of games at home and Crystal Palace have just been losing to everybody, which is why they've been sucked back into the relegation race. I not only see Brentford winning the game tomorrow, but I'd be willing to tackle on the under four and a half goals because I don't see this being a high scoring affair. And I also like the look of Brentford possibly to win with a clean sheet. And now that's a big plus money play. That's a 5-2 plus 2.50. Brentford have actually won their last three home games in the league and have conceded just once during that run, which is why Brentford with the under 4.5 is my main lean. They have four shutouts in their last six Premier League outings and they face a Palace team here who have managed just eight goals in 10 attempts on their travels. So 
you could back the host to win without conceding. You could back the hopes with the under four and a half goals, or you could just take Brentford at the price of four to five. But ultimately, it all points to the same thing. More problems for Patrick Vieira and, and Crystal Palace as they get sucked into this relegation race. Crystal Palace are an interesting price at the moment to get relegated. They're as big as 10 to 1, the same price as Leicester. But um, it's difficult to make a case for Wolves to go down, for West Ham to go down, for Nottingham Forest to go down. So then you're looking at Leeds or Everton, and they are just two massive clubs in English football. So it's difficult to see either one of those two going down. Ultimately, I do think that we will lose one of them because I don't think we'll lose Forest. I think their squad has too much depth. I think West Ham will depth. I think West Ham will get out of it. I think Lepetegui is a really good appointment by Wolves, and he'll get them out of trouble. So I do think Crystal Palace could get sucked into it. But I do think that ultimately they'll stay up with one of Everton or Leeds going down. And I don't think Everton will go down. So it's very, very interesting when you look at the table at the moment in terms of who will go down. This is interesting as who will make it into the top four. Because that's not over yet. Because if Newcastle continue to draw games, they will allow Tottenham and Liverpool to catch up with them. Despite the fact they've had poor seasons so far. And it's the same at the bottom of the table. Before we look at some of the other games on Saturday, including a vital six-pointer at the bottom of the table as Everton do take on Leeds, and that could go a long way to deciding who out of the two is in more trouble and could potentially go down this season. Let me take this quick time out to tell you guys about Wimbet because Wimbet are the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Wimbet is active in a bunch of states and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. Wimbet's Build Your Own Bet. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at Wimbet. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you win a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Wimbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Now, the offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state will pay for Winbet is available. If you or someone that you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Up next, we look at a game that you would have thought was a bottom half of the table game between um, one team who would be in mid-table and the other team who would be struggling to survive. Instead, these two teams have outside chances of qualifying for the Champions League. It's Brighton at home to Fulham where Brighton are the 7-10 to favourites here. It's 16-5 to on the draw, and Fulham are priced up here at 4-1. to It's quite a short price on Brighton. In fact, I think it's even shorter in some places. Um, you do have to shop around a little bit to get this 7-10, to but ultimately, I do think that Brighton will win the game. The data tells you that Fulham could get a positive result here. Fulham have won 10 and drawn 5 of their of their 16 games this season against teams outside the top 5. So Brighton do qualify. While it's also worth noting that Brighton have failed to win half of their home games so far this season. So there is some decent data for Fulham to get something from the game. I just think that Fulham are worth fading here. They are a team who are massively overperforming their metrics, their expected goals doesn't match up to how many goals they've scored, whilst their XG against should be higher. Now, I don't really use this metric unless it's significant. I think expected goals is not as important as expected goals against, because if you're supposed to concede goals, 
you're you're lucky if you if you don't concede them because the other team are missing chances against you or your goalkeeper's playing phenomenally. As for your expected goals, if your expected goals is high and um, you're not converting those into into the back of the net, then you need to buy yourself a new striker. There's no luck involved in that. That's just a lack of quality. So I don't put as much weight into expected goals. I do put some weight into expected goals against because that is, for me, more of a statistic where you're riding your luck and luck runs out. Whereas expected goals four, that requires a, a skill where you need to be better at putting the ball in the back of the net. So that's why I'm putting it into play here. And I think it's a good reason to take Brighton. As I said, I think Fulham have been riding their luck for a while. Brighton are a team who can score two or three goals past you. And I think they'll be able to score enough goals to pick up a win here in this one. So despite the fact that it is a short price, I will take Brighton to get this done at a price of 7-10 to 10 here in this one. Up next, we look at a game here between Chelsea and Southampton, where Chelsea are the 1-3 to favourites. It's 19-5 on the draw, and it's 17-2 here on Southampton. This is an ugly game between two teams who are playing very poorly at the moment. I just can't take Chelsea at 1-3, to not even as a parlay piece. There's absolutely no appeal here. When you're looking at Man City being 1-3 to at Nottingham Forest this weekend and Chelsea being the same price at home to Southampton, that doesn't really make much sense to me. I think the standout play for me here would be to take both teams to score because it's a huge plus money selection here at 13 to 10 plus 130. I think we'll see some sort of reaction here from Southampton off the back of losing their second manager of the season. So I think that will mean that they're good for a goal. Saints have actually scored in five of the last six away games from home and they have conceded in their last seven straight away from home. The visitors have also managed goals against Newcastle and Wolves recently, who are difficult to score against. So it's hard to see the, the visitors not scoring, whilst it's also hard to see the visitors actually stopping Chelsea. Southampton have conceded 21 goals in 11 away games so far this season. So I think both teams to score has good data, and I'll take the value there at the price of 13-10. to 10. Up next, we move on to that relegation six-pointer. Probably the would have been the game of the week if Newcastle weren't playing Liverpool in a 5.30 kickoff. Um, Everton are the narrow, narrow favourites here at 13-8. to eight. It's 23-10 to 10 on the draw and it's 15-8 to eight here on Leeds. I actually think Everton should be slightly shorter. We saw them get that new manager bounce at Goodison Park against um, Arsenal and I do feel they'll get that bounce again for this six-pointer. There is good data here for goals in this game. It's a matchup between two poor defences. Leeds have kept one clean sheet at home all season, while Everton have conceded in six of the last eight at home. Both teams have scored in four of the visitors' last five away games with um, these teams struggling at the back. But they're also struggling at the front. They're also struggling to score goals, which is why they are where they are in the table. I think looking ahead at each other, looking at each other coming and knowing this is a six-pointer and knowing that you could help yourself and harm your opponent, I think the data goes out the window and I air more towards it being a tight and cagey game. So I actually think we'll see under two and a half goals, but my main lane would be to take Everton as a pick. Everton are the slight favourites, so getting them here in the draw bet market moves them to five to six minus 120. I think that's a decent bet. I don't see Everton losing this game. I don't see Sean Dyche beating Arsenal and finding a way to win that game. And then suddenly, after the defeat against Liverpool in the Merseyside derby, just completely collapsing. Everton actually made, um, made mistakes in that game. There were key errors by players 
those individual mistakes that led to them losing. I don't think they were terrible against Liverpool. They came there with a game plan that went out of the window, but it did work for around about 35 minutes before Mo Salah capitalised on a mistake. So, Ultimately, um, I do feel that Everton will bounce back here. I do think they'll get a bounce from the Everton crowd. I, I'm not that. I'm not that confident in Leeds. I'm not that confident in them knowing what they're doing. They fired Jesse Marsh, and they didn't really have a backup plan in terms of um, what to do with a manager. That doesn't really bode well in terms of it being a organised and structured squad who are in a position to stay in a Premier League. That's the last thing you want when it's so competitive down the bottom of the table. But um, Everton, they're far from organised. They're far from well structured. In fact, I would say they're one of the more poorly run teams in the Premier League but ultimately I do think they'll find their way out of this relegation scrap and beating Leeds will be a massive step towards doing that so I'll take Everton in the draw to bet market here Everton is a pick here for this one up next we look at the game here between Nottingham Forest and Manchester City where as I mentioned earlier Man City are the one to three favourites it's 17 to four on the draw and it's 17 to two here on Nottingham Forest can I make any case for Nottingham Forest at all, really? Off the back of Manchester City winning away to Arsenal, it would be insane to think that they would actually drop points here against Nottingham Forest. So it's just a case of how you play it. I think I'd be confident enough to tack on the over two and a half goals for this one. City come into this one having won eight of their 11 Premier League away games and their fixtures are averaging exactly 2.5 goals per game in their away games. Forest coming to this one, missing a number of key players, and they're mostly in defence. But they themselves have actually scored in nine consecutive home league games. So they could actually add to the tally. We won't be relying on Manchester City simply to score three goals here. But Man City are capable of doing that. Um, the hosts are missing some key defenders, as I mentioned. City arrived in form with five wins in the last six. City have scored exactly three goals in their last three um, league wins. So, as I said, they could get to the three-goal mark themselves. Therefore, tacking on the over two and a half goals is a good way to go um, for either Nottingham Forest contributing and keeping their streak alive or Manchester City just scoring three goals by themselves. Up next, we look at the final three o'clock kickoff. It's Wolves at home to Bournemouth, where Wolves are the four to six favourites. It's 11 to four on the draw. It's nine to two here on Bournemouth. Bournemouth got a good result last week against Newcastle, but they could have got more. Newcastle did not play well in that game, so Bournemouth may be looking at, as a, looking at that as a missed opportunity. I think coming here to Wolves, Wolves win the game. I don't see Wolves as being a team who are going to struggle in the relegation race too much longer. Wolves have actually won seven home games so far this season, and their last six games they've won at Molyneux have actually been accompanied by a clean sheet. So if you're looking for more value, Wolves to win to nil is available at 2-1 to one plus 200 against the Bournemouth team who have the worst away record in the Premier League and have lost their last five away games without scoring a single goal, and that's in all competitions. So Wolves to nil. Providing some value, looking at the data there at a price of two to one plus two hundred. Moving on to our late kickoff, it's Newcastle versus Liverpool in the game of the week, and the two teams are inseparable. Newcastle at six to four, thirteen to five on the draw, and it's six to four here on Liverpool. Difficult to separate these two teams. Newcastle keep drawing games and it would not surprise me to see them draw another one here. Liverpool obviously have a bounce off the back of the of the Goodison of, of the uh, Merseyside Derby win at home to Everton. 
And um, I think they'll be coming into this one with, with more confidence, looking at the league table, <clears throat> looking at the points that Newcastle have dropped, looking at the points that Tottenham have dropped. Liverpool still have a chance of catching up these two teams, which is, which is crazy. Fourth place is still alive for the Scousers and getting a win here would be vital. I think the only way Liverpool do win here is if Newcastle are looking ahead to the Carabao Cup final next weekend, because obviously that's a huge game for them. But so far this season, they've only had one defeat. That was against Liverpool and they needed eight minutes of stoppage time to do it. Haven't lost any other game. They have drawn a lot of games, but at St. James's Park, they're undefeated this season and I expect them to come away from this game still undefeated but I do think this will be a game that has goals Liverpool have conceded three times in the last three away games whilst they've shipped two or more goals in five of the last six visits to sides above them in the table which is what Newcastle qualify as um, Liverpool have cashed the over two and a half goals in over 80% of their games so far this season therefore we will take that as our main selection here for this one the over 2.5 is at 10 to 11 under 2.5 is at 10 to 11 I definitely lean towards the over here for this game between Newcastle and Liverpool, the 5.30 kickoff on Saturday. We only cover one game on Sunday because uh, Manchester United versus Leicester is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. So we just finish up by looking at the game between Tottenham and West Ham, where Tottenham are the 5-6 favourites, 11-4 on the draw, and it's 10-3 here on West Ham. Not sure guys in the US know, but this is a huge rivalry game. These two teams absolutely hate each other. Usually, I do bet Tottenham to win this game. Tottenham do get the better of this rivalry, particularly at home. But Tottenham have a lot of injuries at the moment and they look very poor in midweek against AC Milan. So it's difficult to back them with any confidence. I'll take a punt on both teams to score here. By no means my strongest play of the week, but we do have data to support it. West Ham have conceded in their last nine Premier League away games. And Tottenham, they've conceded first in seven of their 11 home games so far this season. The host have also conceded a goal in 10 of their last 13 league away games and they come into this off the back of a 1-0 defeat against AC Milan and prior to that a 4-1 defeat against Leicester last weekend so this is concerning for Tottenham Uh, Antonio Conte a defensive minded manager but he's just not been able to fix this Tottenham defence which is why they are nowhere near challenging for the league this season just just trying to get themselves into the top four once again and uh, I do feel that West Ham will be able to come here and score a goal I've no doubt Tottenham will score, but um, ultimately the main worry is whether West Ham can score. I do think Tottenham will be able to score and both teams to score is my main lean here. And this is available at the best price of 33 to 40. Closing out with your lock on the show. Difficult week. Um, I had Brighton circled for a while and then the price has got too short. The 7 to 10 I quoted isn't widely available. They're more, they're more um, widely available at 4 to 6 minus 150 and that doesn't really appeal. I may be looking at, at, looking at that as an in-play if maybe Fulham get the first goal or it stays nil-nil for a while. Um, so I'm going to pass on that for now, but it is definitely on my shortlist. But ultimately what I've gone for here is a parlay. I've gone for Everton to avoid a defeat. So Everton on the double chance market, which is at 1-2-200. Along with Manchester City to win away to Nottingham Forest at one to three minus three hundred, off the back of beating Arsenal and becoming favourites for the league, I do think, unfortunately, for Man United that Manchester City are going to go on a run. This is what they've done for years. They they do have blips. We've constantly talked about um, Pep Guardiola. 
um, and and his tactics and what he's doing isn't working and people have questioned him over and over again. That's happened loads over the last decade and he's always found a way to show people that he is a great manager, although sometimes he does get it wrong in big games because he outthinks himself. When he keeps it more simplified, he is one of the best managers out there. And ultimately, I do see Manchester City going on one of these runs whilst Arsenal continue to drop points. I don't think off the back of Arsenal, um, after after beating Arsenal, you come into Nottingham Forest and drop points against a team who have a depleted defence. So despite the fact Forest has been a difficult place to go to this season, I do think Manchester City come away with the win. As for the other section, I just don't see Leeds going away to Everton and winning. Sean Dyche got a huge bounce for his opening game as the Everton manager at home to Arsenal. I expect more of the same tomorrow. I think Goodison Park will get behind Everton. I actually think they'll win the game, but we're keeping this parlay nice and safe. The two selections together come to the price of even money plus 100. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.